0: This is Quit, a podcast about change, the challenges of improving your career, making tough decisions, and starting something awesome. And maybe even kicking your corporate stooge job to the curb in the process. This is episode number 80. And you know, I like, I don't know, maybe I'm kidding myself in thinking that these shows are, are timeless and that in decades from now, my children's children will be listening back to the show to get career advice and information, but who knows? But I want to say what the date is anyway. You know, I think it's I think it's fair to just tell you when I was recording this for the sake of posterity. So I will. It's December eleventh, twenty fifteen. I mean, I've got a, a bunch of fun things to talk about today. And according to my uh, my friend and uh, occasional co-host Hattie Cook, we have a stack of listener. Yes, I'm getting emails those. as well. Uh-huh. Welcome to the show, Hattie. Oh, hi. You're running around here like am, a chicken but... with its head cut off.
1: When am I not doing that?
0: But still, yes. It's better than yawning.
1: Yeah. If no, I had there, to choose, no I'd rather
0: you be up, up and down out of the chair and gone maybe than, uh, than, t- <laughs> than, than too tired to You're do making the show. me,
1: I can feel the yawn. You can it's feel creeping. it because I've
0: said yawn, yeah. yawn, yawn, yawn. You're going
1: to make
0: me yawn. Yawn. Right before the show, Hattie proclaimed as she was gathering her belongings and coming into the studio, she said, I slept really good last night.
1: Yeah, we'll see how. So that... I should
0: be really <laughs> energetic <laughs> for the show today. Episode eighty. Can you believe we've done eighty of these?
1: That's a lot.
0: The first episode was recorded November twenty third on two thousand and twelve. Hattie.
1: What? Two thousand
0: and twelve.
1: That was not not long after I started working. Here. We
0: missed our anniversary. Aww. The show's and no, not yours and mine. The show's anniversary.
1: <laughs> we just watched um, uh, a
0: series uh, of bloopers. Yes. This is what I do in between. And I just recorded I'm, Amplified I'm... with Jim Dalrymple, and now uh, we're recording this. And in between, I watched a 15 minute long, the best bloopers of 2015 for, in newscasting. So good. November so 23rd dead, was, our, uh, was our anniversary for Quit. Why first didn't we celebrate it? Well, we'll have to celebrate it today. Happy anniversary.
1: Happy anniversary, Quit. Our and sponsors and today
0: are Harry's and FreshBooks and, and Wealthfront. Wealthfront, and we'll tell you about those as the show continues. I had a really good meeting. I guess you call it a, a lunch meeting. With uh I don't I don't know if I should say who it was. I don't know if it would matter. You know, but there are certain people who are uh they're you know, they're they they like to maintain low profile, but I'll, I'll say who it was. It was Michael Pryor. No relation to Richard Pryor. He is the CEO at Trello. Did you know that, Hattie? Did you know that that was the CEO?
1: I, I don't think I did know that.
0: Or did you just think he was just like a marketing dude or something?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I could tell he was higher up.
0: He's a, he's a developer. And I think he's got his hands in everything over there at Trello. And I've been talking about how Trello... And they are not sponsors, by the way. And shame on them. Because if there's one person they would want to sponsor doing shows, it would be me. Thank you, Annie. It would be me. Because I'm already an advocate for them. I'm already... They don't need to sponsor because I talk about Trello all the time. Go to Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, Trello.com. I am using the Trello app constantly as a way to increase my productivity and I've used it to create a workflow, an indispensable workflow that has helped me master and take control, absolute control of my inbox. I went from having thousands of emails in my inbox to just a few and some frequently zero because i have a process and so that's one of my topics today process are you making notes out here should i be doing
1: it no 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 you're fine
0: i know i'm fine are you fine
1: yes i'm trying to get your last sponsor and the copy changed like today so i'm just getting it all
0: okay so you're making copious notes of what i'm saying no okay process and everything that, that i do i try to make a process out of it if i'm going to do it more than just once if i'm going to do it more than twice certainly what is what is what am i talking about when i talk about a process i'm not talking about ritual certainly not i'm not i'm i'm not talking even so much about routines per se but i'm talking about if you're going to do something multiple times you should make it as efficient and straightforward as possible. There's a principle called do-easy. Do-easy, and I'll put into the show notes a video, Gus Van Sant video, and Anthony Burgess writing about the concept of do-easy. Do-easy is not really the, the, the term I think would be used today. They wouldn't use the term "do easy." It's not a very modern term, is it, Hattie? The term "do easy."
1: No, and it kind of sounds a little bit.
0: It's called the, the the discipline of do easy.
1: But I like it. You showed me this.
0: I did. And to really understand it, you need to watch this video. I, I won't. I won't butcher it. But the discipline of do easy by William S. Burroughs. Let me summarize. I'll just. I'll just. Uh, Read a quote. D-E, do easy, is a way of doing. D-E simply means doing whatever you do in the easiest, most relaxed way you can manage, which is also the quickest and most efficient way as you will find as you advance in D-E. You can start off right now by tidying up your flat, moving furniture or books, washing dishes, making tea, sorting papers. Don't fumble, jerk, grab an object. Drop cool, possessive fingers onto it like a gentle old cop making a soft arrest.
1: I love that one. You've
0: got to watch this video. You've got to read this discipline of do easy. It's such a fascinating philosophy because as John Roderick will tell you, what are you being more efficient for? Why is it that you're trying so hard to save time? Why is it that you're struggling so hard to create an efficient process? What are you going to do with that time? What do easy does is it, it 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 has an answer for that question, and that is you're going to you're trying to do things to create a sense of ease, to create a sense of peace, to create a sense of clarity, to create a clean way of doing things, whether it's thinking or moving. And this does put you in an excellent position. This does put you in a situation of, if you will, of power even. You're thinking clearly, so you're making better decisions. You're being careful. You're taking your time. It's the opposite. The result is the opposite of what you would think. Oh, I got to be efficient. I got to get there fast. I got to get there really fast. I got to be super efficient. I'm in a rush. I'm in a rush. I'm in a hurry. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to look at that. I'm time to see that right now. I don't have time. We're talking about the opposite of that. We're talking about taking the appropriate amount of time to do something.
1: Kind of like slow and steady wins the
0: race. Yeah. I like that. Taking your time and thinking things through before you do it. Have you ever been in a hurry and in a rush and you know you've got a million things to do and you do all of them in a kind of half-assed, haphazard kind of a way? Nothing gets done right. And in the process of rushing through doing something... You make a mess. You spill it. Now you've got to clean that up. You've actually making yourself take more time. You break a plate. You've got to clean that up. Now you're spending time cleaning up a plate. You know, if you're late and you're speeding, you get a speeding ticket. Now you've been delayed by the speeding ticket. And now you owe money because of the speeding ticket. What's the answer? We'll leave earlier. I don't know if this is too personal to talk about, but we were having a conversation in in the car today. Yes. About something that you had not done that a person would have told you, well, it's the same day every year.
1: Oh. Can you yes, can you yes. tell that?
0: Is that too deep deeply personal?
1: Uh no, because, I, I mean we could talk about it in a general sense sure, too. Sure. Because it's it's something I've not, not done. Right. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh that sending out a uh, birthday cards right, or Christmas cards or buying Christmas presents. You could even apply it to that. Sure, Christmas is the same day every single year. Right. You have from the day you finish Christmas on one year, you have a full 365 days until the next Christmas. Right. So don't wait until December to start buying your Christmas, buy your Christmas presents, maybe in January when the sales hit for next Christmas. Sure. I always like to do that. I like to, like throughout the year, I, some sometimes I might get in this habit of like, I'll buy something for someone and then I'll be like, oh, I'll just give it to them right now because I'm so excited about giving it to them. So I'll give it to them right now. But if you held on to that, you know, maybe you can give it whatever you have for them up until their birthday, give them what you have. Maybe you buy something a little bit special too if you want. But then, and then anything else you find for them that makes you think of them up until Christmas, give them that. It's like right. the perfect, perfect thing. Now, See, if they have like a um a December birthday, like my dad does, yeah. you kind of have to fudge that
0: one. Well, you know, my, my <laughs> boy had his birthday not that long ago. And in his school, they have a TV screen that sort of looms from the ceiling kind of as you walk into the main entrance of the school. And on that, they have a rotating set of sort of... Bulletins or banners, if you will. And sometimes, if there is a, a school trip coming up, it'll be up there. Or if they're having an event at the school, it'll be up there. Or if if they need donations, they'll put it up there. But the, also, they run through all the kids' birthdays for that month. Now, not all of the kids' birthdays. I should correct that because there's a thousand students at his not school. All kids. Not all kids. <laughs> there's a thousand kids at his school. So they're not going to run through a thousand birthdays. It's only the The parents who want to go and pay, I think it's $10 to get your kid's birthday put up there and you can pick your kid's favorite color and you can pick their favorite uh, theme and they will put a picture of whatever that theme is with the color and it'll say, happy birthday, Patty.
1: I like that. You know,
0: December 1st or whatever your birthday is. And- Of course, uh, my son is very much as an just, just turned eight year old, very much into Harry Potter, like all good eight year olds. So we were going to do a Harry Potter picture and his favorite color changes a lot. So I just said we'll do blue.
1: That's safe. It's a good safe
0: color. So in advance of his birthday by a number of days, not weeks, not months, but days. And you know what? I, I know when his birthday is. It's the same day every year. Exactly. Uh, he uh I I went to the and apparently this function is handled by the PTA. Hattie, what is PTA? For those who are not United States citizens, ah. what is the PTA stand for for folks in other countries?
1: Parent teacher association.
0: And what how does what is involvement in PTA look like? Who who is in that? Um and what is how does it work?
1: Parents that uh like to be involved in the daily or monthly activities. For the school, um, from putting together fundraisers to planning field trips to deciding things for the school, if it's a new school, um, you know, like, let's all vote on if we should get a new track or things like that, right? Isn't that what happens in the PTA?
0: I guess. I mean, I, 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 I know I am neither a
1: P or a T.
0: There is, I think, an element of bake sales going yes. on with it, fundraising activities, other things like that. But apparently at his school, the PTA is also in charge of these banners. So listen to this. And this leads to my big topic of the day, which is that you have one job. You do. And I've talked about that before, but I'm leading into it. (sighs) So this is. I know. This is a lie. I have a lot to say about it. In fact, let me do our first sponsor. It's Harry's. Now, Hattie, why? Speaking of having just one job, why is this on a piece of paper like this?
1: You mean not on one of
0: these? They, yes, one of the excellent green cards.
1: Uh, because the printer They're blue lost is for settings. notes.
0: Green? How can a printer loop printer doesn't even have settings? Well,
1: then tell me why it printed horizontally across a vertical card. You
0: just change your. Landscape to portrait, and when you're hitting print.
1: Well, you just know everything, don't you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, we have the nice green cards. This is a flimsy.
1: Well, you were rushing me. Uh-huh. You were like, I'm going to go live now. And well, I'm like, you
0: know, I do, I I do quit yet. every Friday at four. You could have done but it before. You don't. Ooh, I do. Boom. <laughs> so I'll read it off this paper then.
1: I'm sorry. I can print it.
0: It is printed.
1: On the green cards. Well no.
0: <laughs> When did shaving get so expensive? This is what I'm trying to find out. I want answers to this. I went out and I did an informal poll. I interviewed 752 men. How uh, many women? None. Because this is Harry's targeted toward men.
1: Yeah, but I like Harry's too.
0: And I asked them, when did shaving get so expensive? Do you know how much a razor is? A thousand dollars.
1: A thousand dollars. Yes, if you go in, if you go
0: into Target today,
1: that's why they're in the lockbox.
0: And you go, that's right. And you say, "I would like to buy a a, a razor." There's a fair chance you're going to have to spend about a thousand dollars to get that razor. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. And I think it's a geographic thing, so it's going to vary. My point is, they're very expensive, and no offense to the big G but their razors are too expensive and they're not that great I just got to be honest harry's what they decided to change all this they said that we're going to we're going to cha- change up everything right now okay we're doing it differently they said you know what and they harry's came out and they said dan we're going to run something by you cuz we want to you know we want your take on this we have a new slogan it's called think different and i said i like it but it sounds, it sounds like something else. And They said, "All right, instead of that, why don't we, why don't we just make the best razors that anyone's ever used ever?" And I said, "I like that. That's probably better." So I said, "Okay, we'll forget the sl- the slogan. We'll just go make the best razors." And that's what they did. I love. They have this new, uh, this new starter kit that they have. It's amazing. The handle on the razor, it's like your granddad's. Razor. You know what I mean? Is
1: it the pewter one?
0: But it has all the modern technology. That's so cool. All the modern technology.
1: This is such a nice weight.
0: It's got a nice weight to it. The razors are made in this fact. They bought this factory in Germany. It's been making blades for eight, ten thousand years already. And these blades are amazing. They're super sharp. And they last forever. And their starter kit is fifteen bucks. That includes the razor, three blades. And you can get the shaving cream or the foaming shave gel. And as an added bonus, because you listen to this show, you will get $5 off your first purchase with the code GRIT, G-R-I-T. Don't worry about it, okay? It's fine. GRIT, quit, whatever. GRIT they're, is it, the code. They're
1: doing a vintage like throwback kind of thing. Harry's,
0: H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com. And the code is GRIT for $5 off. I like the starter kit. I think you've got to get one. And they've got a ton of great stuff on there. Love this stuff, and FYI, even guys with beards, you're still shaving like your neck and your cheeks, and you're cleaning you it better all up. Be. So, like, <laughs> well, I have a beard. I don't have to. Yes, trust me. Trust me.
1: Do you want to look like something out of? You don't do you want look, look like, like Santa Claus.
0: You don't look like a monster. All right, I now that's Santa a slogan Claus. that they can run with. Don't, don't look, look, look like, like a, a monster. monster. Harrys dot com contact who who sells for them contact them and tell, send that up the chain I'll, yeah because i think that could work for them they're missing out on an opportunity
1: we'll tell heather
0: so heather from high school when i went to no, high school no not
1: your high school heather i don't know if she'd know what to do
0: with so that. i went in there and i said listen i want my kids banner up there pronto but i realized there was no one in there so i stood around the office for a while looking around Finally, one of the women came up. I don't know who she is. She's super nice. I don't know if she's a mom. I don't know if she works there. She doesn't have a name tag, nothing. And I said, oh, uh, I said, I want to get my kid's uh, banner up there. And she said, oh, sure. Uh, fill out this yellow form. It's around the corner on the spinny thing. Oh, Fill that out. Give us $10. And we'll put it in an envelope and we'll give it to the lady. And I said, oh, there's a, someone else does this? She says, "Yes, yeah, it's a PTA. I said okay so i did all of that gave her the thing put it in the envelope and i said his his birthday's just a few days away is there still time oh yeah yeah she'll she'll be in she'll be in eventually
1: <laughs> you're like no no <laughs> so
0: the, so 2 days before his birthday we're standing there looking up looking up nope we watched the whole cycle through doesn't show him okay day before his birthday still nothing day of his birthday still not there
1: oh man day
0: after his birthday still not there so, first of all, I'm never going to see that ten dollars again.
1: No, that's that went straight into her her pocketbook.
0: But apparent pocketbook.
1: Pocketbook.
0: Pocketbook is what we say in the Northeast. Pocketbook. I like it. Yeah. And well, not only won't we see the ten dollars again, but like he didn't get his thing up there like we wanted. No Harry Potter picture. No blue background. Nothing.
1: Hashtag lame.
0: He, he didn't care. He did not take it very personally. He'd moved on to the next thing. But, you know, like, why Why isn't there some kind of understanding? Now, I could, there's a lot of things I could complain about. Overall, he has a fantastic school. But this leads into the next thing, Hattie, that happened to us.
1: I know exactly what you're going to talk about, too.
0: Hattie chose a restaurant for us to try. No, you did. And
1: <laughs> Don't blame me with this.
0: We uh, We went to the <laughs> restaurant. And every time that we've gone by this location, the restaurant's always packed, right?
1: It looks fun. You, you go, know those places you go by and you're like, everybody just looks like they're having so much fun and like there's locals in there yeah. and always like, the bartender knows everybody's name and he's like, hey, it's Joe. I'll get you your drink started. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But no.
0: And you always tell me you'll, you'll come in on Monday like, oh, I went shopping on the weekend and the place was packed. We've got to have our next lunch meeting there. I something. believe
1: that I used the word it looked bumping.
0: Bumping, right? And <laughs> so we went. We we decided to go there. We went there. The, the whole thing was weird. I actually want to tell this whole story because it's just it sets up the tone for for the weirdness.
1: Yeah, tell
0: her story. Austin had gotten a little bit cool. There was it was a bit windy, and we said we'll have our meeting outside here. So we go to uh, we go to sit down at one of the tables. it's outside and the wind is whipping across the whole thing. My
1: hair's going crazy. And I'm like, first of all, I don't really want to eat a hair sandwich.
0: (laughs) This is a PG show. What? So we said that uh, we said that uh, let's go inside. So we there's no of course, there's no one around to tell because the lady dropped us off at the table
1: and then sped out of there and
0: sped out of there. And so we waited for a little bit. No one comes around We're like, okay, let's just go in. So we pick up our stuff and I, I grabbed the napkin. You know how they have the fork and knife in the napkin, the rolled up thing. I grab that, grab everything else, start walking in. Then a dude walks up behind me and he's holding two glasses of water.
1: And the center of the restaurant outside is like, um, there's like a bar area. So you could like serve. There's like two bars, there's inside bar and outside bar. And like the guy kind of comes out of the bar with two waters.
0: Right. He doesn't, I didn't even see that where he came from. He doesn't introduce himself. He doesn't speak to me. He he doesn't say anything. He just stands there and he's got this look on his face of like, you, my job is uh, often fraught with difficulties that include such things as stupid patrons who are blocking my way. And I'm trying to get to table 14 and I can't because you guys are sort of wandering around in this area
1: and cold and windy.
0: And so I said, oh. I'm sorry, excuse me. And he just sort of smiled. It's, my job includes smiling at patrons who are in my way.
1: I'm a smile.
0: And so we start going and, and we start walking back inside the restaurant. He's and I notice he's still, he's still with me. And I at this point, I think, okay. I hear you
1: exclaim.
0: Yeah, what did I say?
1: You go, oh, you're following You're following
0: us. us. And he, again, doesn't really, he just sort of continues to smile and I realize now that these waters are for us, but he's. Going, <laughs> I would
1: have never thought. He's
0: that. going to follow. He wasn't bringing them to table 14. He was following us wherever we may go.
1: Right. So and have, he was. He didn't, because we had gotten up from the table, he met us circling around the <laughs> restaurant and right. then came with us. He, but he also did not say, oh, these are yours. Or. Just tell me where to put these, or right? Or like, like that. oh,
0: are you switching tables? May I help you find a new? Nothing like that. No,
1: he just stood he just there, just sort of standing there in a creepy way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I hold the door, and 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 I'm like, after you, and he's like, no, no, no. Uh... So so fine. So that I go in, and he holds the door for himself, goes in, and uh, and then Hattie goes to the hostess and says. Uh, it was freezing. It was freezing. Could we have another seat? She says, sure. And she goes and we sit down. And then finally, he's able to put his <laughs> water down and leaves.
1: Says so nothing else.
0: So already, this is a little, it's a little bit weird. Yeah. It's peak lunchtime. The restaurant's not totally full, which I, I for me is a bad sign. I feel like if your restaurant's not you bumping. You always worry
1: about that. I, yeah, don't...
0: I want the restaurant to be bumping but always. I always like
1: to find like the jewel that nobody else knows about.
0: Well, maybe, maybe we were about to on at this place. So we put in our order. Now, this menu, like so many menus in Austin, because Austin is known for being very big into food and also very accommodating when it comes to food. There are lots of items marked vegetarian. There are lots of items marked gluten free. There it's are lots. Nice. Yes. It's all done. It's all on, a, on, a, all done, all printed on the menu. Heidi orders her. Dish, which was gluten free by nature, and I said, "Listen, it's a lady." I said, "I want, I want, a, I want a burger, and on the burger, I want cheese, bacon, fried egg, avocado.
1: Pretty simple.
0: It's a great. It sounds great, doesn't it?" I said, "But I want it with no bun." She says, "No bun. When you order with no bun, we usually do it with the like lettuce wrap." She describes the whole like, thing. I
1: think it's it's either romaine or right. She's or naming different kinds of iceberg. lettuces that it could be. And I, I said, you know like, what, I, don't, <laughs> I said,
0: that's all fine, as long as there's no bun. And she kind of laughs, She's like, gotcha, no problem, gotcha covered. And uh, so she goes away. Then it takes a really long time.
1: It's kind of like, you know, it's not like one of those times when you're sitting there and you're like, where's our food? Where's your we're sitting there and like, we've been talking for a long time. And then we kind of look up and we're like, how long has it been? Like, yeah. Did we miss the food? Did right. it come and then they, they took it away? <laughs> they took it away like
0: so finally, the food comes out and Hattie's burger uh, not burger, whatever it was chicken thing. that's fine. However, mine has a big old bun on it
1: big, fluffy wheat bun
0: and uh and i I said to the person who brought it out. I said... You were very nice about it. Yeah, I I said, you know, I said, that that looks amazing. But? But I ordered it gluten-free without the bun. And the guy says, no problem, we'll make another one for you. I'll be right back out. And so a few minutes go by, and then the uh, server comes back, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Something happened where... Uh, I think just because of all the stuff that the extra stuff uh that was on the burger that they got confused and 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 uh got lost somewhere, got lost between. somewhere in between uh here in the kitchen. So let me pause here for a second. <laughs> Everything that I ordered on the burger was from the list that of said you could things that are meant to be on the burger. Right? You I didn't, didn't throw
1: them a curveball. I didn't like, invent it. Balsamic cheese or something. No.
0: And, you know, like, I've definitely uh, been to restaurants uh, where you ask them, like, could I get it made this way? And they're like, I think we can do. No. These were items that were right on the menu. Right on the menu.
1: That said, get it with an egg. Right. Get it with some bacon. right?
0: So this is where we come to. The main message of this episode, that you're going to be able to take to the bank and make your own job better, make your own life better, help clarify the expectations of the people you work with, the people that you work for, the people who work for you by understanding that that in any given role, and your role might change Hour by hour, it might change day by day, but in in a given project, in a given task, in a given focus, maybe even in your whole job. You have one job. Just like FreshBooks has one job. FreshBooks is there to make it easier for you to invoice, period. It's our second sponsor. One of the trickiest things about running your own business is owning your own schedule. Managing your own time. You talk about quitting your day job, right? You talk about working for yourself. And you're always like, I'm going to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Until you find that you spend like 12 hours a week (laughs) creating invoices. And that's because you're doing it the old-fashioned way. You're not using FreshBooks. FreshBooks, they make it super easy. Time is the most valuable commodity. We've talked about that over and over. FreshBooks gets it, and entrepreneurs love them for it. It is super simple cloud accounting. It's giving thousands of small business owners like me, like you, the tools to save time when you bill and to get paid faster. You will be creating and sending invoices in minutes, watching expenses organize themselves tracking your time almost instantly and probably wondering like, why didn't I start this sooner? And if you have any questions, help is free forever. You can always count on FreshBooks, folks. They have to support rock stars to go above and beyond whenever you need a hand. Here's the deal. Try FreshBooks for free for 30 days. FreshBooks.com slash quit. First of all, you say to yourself right now, oh, you know, I'm not sure if I need invoicing. I don't know if I want any invoicing. I know that you're listening to this show And I know that you're doing it because you love uh, Hattie. So for her sake, go to freshbooks.com slash quit. Just going there, that supports the show.
1: And saves my life.
0: And saves her life. Even better, enter quit in the how did you hear about us section. And you'll help out the show. You'll show them that you love Hattie. And so that's what you do. Freshbooks.com slash quit. An amazing, amazing company. It will save you tons and tons of time. We appreciate their ongoing support of the show you have one job in this situation the server's job and really in any situation at a restaurant the server has really if you distill it all down she had one job to do and her one job is to take the customer's order
1: as they say it
0: as they say it. take their order and get it into the kitchen that's part one and part two is is make sure that that order, exactly as they wanted it, is brought back out to the, to, the, to the customer. That's it. Get the food to the customer. Take the order, get the food. That's your job. That is your one job. Well, you might also help busing tables when the, you know, if, if you're a little short staffed, you might sweep up, you might run the register to, you know, to cash the person out. A lot of other things that you might do, but it, it, distill it down to its core. What is her job? What is her one thing that she's doing? Getting the food to the customer. That's it. Now, here's something interesting. I I don't know what the term for this. I'm sure we have people who've worked in restaurants, and shame on me for not knowing because I used to work in a restaurant, many, many restaurants. But there is a name for the person whose job it is is to just bring out the food.
1: Oh, um, what is that, Hattie? Oh, Could you Google yeah. that? Google that. I know the term you're talking. A uh, runner, right? Runner. Isn't it a runner?
0: That sounds right. Um, now, a lot of the time, have you ever seen this at a restaurant? The runner, they go and they grab the food and they bring it out to the table. And a lot of the time nowadays, they'll have the the little printed like ticket. And on there, it'll they'll look and they'll say, "Okay, uh, you got the salmon, and you got the flank steak, and you got the salad." And okay, they, yep, okay, good.
1: Yes, runner. The or runner. Somebody else says busboy, but that's wrong. No, that's not right. Server, no, that no, it's runner. No, yeah, it's runner.
0: <laughs> so they will, they will not be sure who got what because they didn't take the order, but they're doing their best to figure it out when they get out there. Now, there's a problem with the concept of the runner in some restaurants, and that is the oh. runner has no idea what the original order was. So they don't know if, if it's wrong or not. And if anything's wrong, they don't know it. They're
1: killing, the, the, the patron is killing the messenger. He had nothing to do right. with your order. <laughs> right.
0: He just brought it out. So the guy who brought out my food, he didn't know what I ordered. The server knew. So there's one disconnect. She was not involved in getting the food back out. Now, why am I going on and on and on about this? I'll tell you why. Because in your own job, how often do you do something in your own job and then have to hand it off? You have to hand it off to somebody else. You have to hope that what you've just delivered gets executed correctly or gets placed correctly. So many times when I was working in software development, especially working with designers, the designers were always be so upset because they would design this beautiful website that looked awesome, but they wouldn't be the ones implementing it or they wouldn't be the ones coding it to work. And they would hand off their awesome design and it would get screwed up by the developers. It would get screwed up by the marketing people. It would get screwed up by the CEO of the company who says, make the logo bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, in this situation, I don't know where the where, where things broke down. Did she not write it down? I didn't see her writing down anything. Yeah. She didn't write it down. Did she tell it to the line cooks wrong? Did she enter it into the computer wrong? Did she forget? Or did she put it on there? And truly the kitchen got confused because I wanted a fried egg on the burger. That was enough to rattle the <laughs> an entire line, an entire kitchen to the point where uh, where they they couldn't they couldn't remember that it didn't come on a bun that hold the bun because I got a I got a avocado on top of it. That was too, too much, much for the line cook in the kitchen.
1: He had never had an order. Or was like she
0: that. was she casting blame?
1: That seems more like it would be something that would happen because she knows that you'll never come in contact with the kitchen. You're not gonna mark mark. Maybe back there, there isn't like.
0: even a kitchen. Oh, you know who just knows? A big
1: old microwave. Yeah.
0: Who knows? That's the point. Who knows? What is it in your job that is, what is your one job? You know, when you, when you think about it, for years and years I spent in software development, uh, it was pretty clear what my job was because we would have these meetings and I would be assigned uh, or, or take responsibility for different features and building them and making them work correctly or writing unit tests that would make sure that they worked correctly. If you're in that kind of job, it's easier to know. What is that one thing that you're supposed to be doing that you're supposed to be doing right? When you go into a store and you're in line and there's a person at the register cashing people out, ringing people up, whatever you want to call it, they have one job. That is get your items there, type it into the thing, put it in the bag, take your payment, goodbye. But I'll tell you what, they, they don't always even get that right. How can how can people mess up when there is just one thing? It's not bad judgment. I don't know. I was not for the record. I, I was not at all upset about that.
1: No, You were very nice.
0: I was very nice. But I, I said I looked over at you and I said, this is our topic for this week.
1: Right. You're like now I know what I'm talking about.
0: Because we all face this problem. They did, she did everything right from the standpoint of apologizing.
1: Not causing a hubbub.
0: Not causing a big deal. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. The re, in my opinion, the restaurant to redeem themselves from this terrible, terrible mistake should have comped something.
1: Yeah, I was kind of expecting, like when the bill came, that something might have been comped.
0: When my we didn't
1: get any appetizers or
0: anything. No. So. When my millionaire friend came to town just the other day, we all went out for a uh, for dinner. And we were at a restaurant in downtown. And the server there totally knew the menu. Took oh, our yeah. order without writing anything down. Brought it out. Everything was perfect. But meanwhile, at the other table, when she was bringing out the drinks, oh, and yeah. I don't want to give Austin... I it sounds like I'm going to give Austin a bad name for our, our servers at restaurants. But overall, they're, they're very fun. good.
1: They're, they're great.
0: She spilled what looked like a full pitcher of Coke.
1: Or one of those like big mug drinks. <laughs>
0: she spilled it on the table... And kind of onto the dude.
1: Well, and the dude had a really dramatic reaction. Which I Which made see what he me did. angry. He kind of like, he, first of all, he's sitting, you know, like a wide-legged stance. Uh-huh. And he kind of just goes, like this.
0: Like pushed, yeah, he like pushed, pushed his back his away. like whole
1: chair back.
0: Like as if he had punched a, by Neo in The Matrix.
1: Or like you had suddenly like, you know, lit something on fire and his beard might have gotten caught. <laughs> like, it, it was a little bit of an overreaction. It was dramatic. It yeah, was dramatic. I don't like it when people do that.
0: Well, she was very apologetic, and in that situation, you would think the restaurant would just come. Well, you know what? I'm going to take care of you guys. We're going to have a separate second round on, on us, or we're going to send out a dessert on us, or you know what? We're going, to, we're going to comp your meal or whatever. It's easy for a restaurant to do that.
1: Right.
0: I remember when I worked at Domino's Pizza, the manager of the Domino's came up to me and said, Dan, do you know what it costs to make one of these pizzas? I said, what kind of pizza? He said, a large supreme with everything on it. The the Mac Daddy pizza, the king of pizza, the ultimate pizza, the ultimate, ultimate pizza. And? I said, I don't know. And I thought about it for a sec. I said, well, you know, because at that that point, I was taking phone orders and making the pizzas and delivering the pizzas. I was doing everything and washing the dishes. So I thought, you know, I think the pizza was like 16 bucks.
1: Right, pizzas are always kind of crazy expensive to me.
0: And I think it was like sixteen bucks plus. I had to deliver it, right, and all this other. So, so the so total will be like twenty five dollars. Right. I said, okay, um, eight bucks. He says, no. <laughs> so all right, five bucks. He's like, no. He's like, from start to finish, our cost, including what we pay people to make it and deliver it. Thirty-seven cents.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: I think now. I, I
1: that's crazy.
0: This was in the late eighties, so you know. Right,
1: it may not be the same now.
0: Adjusted for inflation, let's just say it's a couple bucks. Let's say it's a dollar.
1: Even if it was like, like four that's, dollars, that's
0: nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. So for a restaurant, just know, as Hattie would say, just know that <laughs> a, a restaurant is making bank on your money. It's costing them very, unless you're at a a really, really cheap, like, taco stand or something. Right. And even then.
1: And maybe, like, barbecue, where it's, like, meat. I feel like meat costs a lot.
0: Long story short, they're making a lot of money on you. So for them to come back, there's the yawn, for them to come (laughs) back and comp you, it's easy for them to do it. Now, would I eat at the restaurant again? Sure. Food was okay. It was all right. But if they had comped me, I'm not still not saying I would eat there again, but at least I would have left with a more positive impression. So when you do mess up doing your one job, it's your responsibility to to fix it and to go above and beyond to fix it. The whole thing was just weird and the reason it I said this is is and the reason I'm telling this story is because like every day that I'm doing my job here and I have a series of different jobs it's not always the same job. You guys listening, you know me as the the guy talking to you on the show or the guy, you know, talking on Twitter or whatever. Those are part of my job, but I'm also doing sales calls. I'm also writing a heck of a lot of code these days. And in that situation, my role, my one job is changing. So don't say to yourself, oh, I don't have one job. I have lots of different jobs. Fine, break it down by task. You know, break it down by the thing. When you're on a sales call, Hattie, your one job is close them.
1: Right. I mean, yes, I do have multiple jobs here. But I would say my one task is to book sponsors for shows.
0: You know, and so what does that mean? That means you, 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 like, you have to be nice to them. You have to talk to them. You have to entertain them. You have to do all of these things. I have to make things. sure the
1: shows happen. But like, at the end of, of the things. day,
0: like if you're selling, then, then you're not, you're not doing your job unless you're like, I just closed.
1: I have to close sales for shows. Right. I like the back of that last paper that you have in your hand. The very last paper. Turducken.
0: It says turducken on it.
1: Yeah. I used it as a note.
0: Mm. Speaking of notes, let me tell you about Wealthfront. They make it easy for anyone to get access to world-class long-term investment management. It's an online automated service that invests your money for you. You know you should be investing your money. How do you know you should be investing your money? Well, I should be too. We all should be investing for our own financial health, for our family's financial health. You've probably been sitting there like, "How how do I do it? Should I do this myself? How do I do it? You know what, I'll just go to like Motley Fool and just read that, then I can invest. It's much more complicated than that. There's much more to it than that. What you do is you go to Wealthfront.com slash 5 by 5 because they're going to save you a lot of money. Unlike a regular financial advisor, they're not going to take 3% of what you've got under management and then add hidden fees for transactions and charges. They don't do that. You can see every single trade that they make. It's this amazing automated system, rebalancing your portfolio, reinvesting your dividends, all commission-free. But if you go to Wealthfront.com slash 5x5, they'll manage your first $15,000 entirely free of charge for life. So in addition to never paying commissions, never paying hidden fees, you also won't pay any management fees at all on your first fifteen k. So go get that offer. Wealthfront.com slash 5 by 5 Thanks very much to them. And there's a disclaimer I must read. For compliance purposes, I have to tell that Wealthfront Inc. is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation, member FINRA and SIPC. This is not a a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risks. There's a possibility of losing money. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Please visit Wealthfront.com to read the full disclosure. One job, you know. What is your one job? Richard writes in. Dan and Hattie. Just some thoughts on the email and immediate response thing from the last episode. So this is written in mid-November. So it's not the last episode. But it's a cultural thing, I think. In some companies, I have a fair amount of external pressure to respond to tasks I get in email. But I'm in publishing, and we have email newsletters that need to get out on a schedule. When something urgent comes in, I got to drop what I'm doing to do it. Otherwise, if I'm waiting for things to do, I'll jump on it because it's better than idleness. Thanks for all the great shows, Richard. What he's talking about was the episode where I was talking about feedback and the immediate feedback and immediate response. Getting back to people right away. That instantaneous response that I was talking to you, Hattie, about.
1: Yeah,
0: how important it is that when you get an email from somebody that you respond to them and set their expectations. Setting expectations is, is the key to everything. It's the key to everything. Because if you're interacting with someone and you say, yes, that's, that becomes part of your one job, right? If you're in publishing like he is, if you're making a sale, You've gotten so much better at that, I've just got to say. Me? Yeah. I'm glad. Of just getting back to somebody right away and saying, yes, got your email, I'll get this. Because you know what used to happen, and not just, not just to you, but with me also, is I would get an email from somebody, and it would be sitting there in my inbox, and I'd look at it, and I'd be like, oh, right, I got to get on that. And I might even start working on it.
1: That's my problem.
0: And not getting back, and we talked about this in the last episode, is like, That number one thing is get back to them, set their expectation. Get back to them, set their expectation. If you're a software developer and somebody emails you about a bug, thank you, I got your bug report. Sure do appreciate it. I recently had an email exchange with somebody from Apple. Apple listens to these shows, Hattie. I know they do. Really listens to these shows. And one of the developers of an app that I was recently talking about that I thought could be better emailed me. And they said, you know what? You could make you could. You know, we really appreciate your your feedback. Well, how could I make this better? And I wrote them a, a little description and sent them an image and some other things. And they said, "Cool, thanks." I really appreciate hearing your thoughts. They didn't say, "I will implement the feature that you want." <laughs> they just said, "Thank you, thanks for sharing." I now know that they received my email, and I don't know if they read it or just said thanks, whatever. But I mean. That let me know, like this, the loop was closed. Closed right. the loop was closed, and that's the main thing. So close the loop. I wish we could do a longer show today, but I know I have an appointment I have to run to. For, you know, sometimes we go to three hours. Sometimes we do one hour. Today they got an hour, almost.
1: Maybe next week they'll get three.
0: Through a three-hour show, we yeah. can do that. Let's do it. Let's do a ten-hour show.
1: Oh, marathon! Yeah. Let's binge the show.
0: They can go to 5 by 5tv slash quit. There really aren't a lot of links for today's show, but it's slash 80 if you want to see that. But just think about that as you go through your next week. What is your one job? What is your one task? What is the thing that you are doing? And how can you do that better? And how can you make sure that that loop gets closed? You can follow Hattie. She's on Twitter at Hattie Bird, H-A-D-D-I-E Bird. I'm at Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Check out 5x5.tv for the other shows I do. And if you didn't like our sponsors and you still want to support us, you can. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash 5 by 5 Donate a dollar, dollar per episode, dollar per month, hundred dollars per month, whatever you feel is fair. Every little bit helps. It really does. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.